podcast. Welcome to the Welcome episode to eight. Ooh. That's already an eighth episode, and no one's been watching. I mean, I'm kidding. There's a couple thousand views. Yeah, there is. But um, but yeah. Uh, today we have a very special guest. We do. We very special guest, an entrepreneur, a uh, oh, uh, <laughs> a person yes. that is running services that you're all um, familiar with. Uh, founder of maybe maybe potentially uh, founder of, of uh, Indie Shuffle and then I already did my research late 2015 launching Submit Hub Jason Grishkov that's an easy one though that's just in the footer of the website oh, so shut you, up I mean <laughs> research I did my research just before that you know so yeah. now we know everything about Jason he's done Indie oh. Shuffle and Submit Hub but yeah. Cool. So it's been good. I'll catch you guys later. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank awesome, you very much dude. for watching. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, goodbye. Peace. Goodbye. Yeah. What is it? Four twenty. Where's my joint? <laughs> it's four. By the way, today is a very special date for anyone who is uh, who's uh, interested. Um, it's four twenty. Four twenty. Four twenty. Twenty twenty. Four twenty. I don't know if you know that. Really. Wow. Ooh, who could it be? Uh, we're gonna cut that. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, we're gonna cut that. I don't think so. Um, all right. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, um, what is your day to day? Yeah. In these? Really, wow. Yeah. What are you oh, doing? We're done. We're done with the girlfriend phone call. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. done with the phone call. Yeah. We're gonna uh, watch a movie later with her. But yeah, sure. Okay. You know, I mean, that takes priority. It takes priority. This is just fun. Yeah. Um, what do I do day to day right now? Yeah. Well, we've been on lockdown since the end of March. We're not allowed to buy alcohol. Ooh. We're not allowed to buy cigarettes. Oh, That's man. okay. I don't smoke. That's all right. Cool. We're not allowed to go running. We're not allowed to walk the dog. We're not allowed to leave the house man. unless you're buying groceries. Yeah. Um, and I got a, a six month old and a, and a two and a half year old oh. in the house. So things are pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, my day to day used to be you know, wake up, take care of the kids, nanny shows up, then I get to work from like eight to five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now my day uh, is don't get to work from eight to five, <laughs> but do get to take care of kids. And even though there are two of us here, um, both, both kids are a handful. So at this point, I kind of work in the evenings, yeah, yeah. do little, you know, right. videos and podcasts like this, but, but coding is kind of dropping off a cliff and that's where I should be coding right okay yeah way, i like if coding if you didn't know um, jason has built the entirety of submit hub by himself well if, if i'm correct yeah i mean it's built on architecture developed by other smarter people yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah um no no other developer has been involved in submit hub okay so okay. yeah built it up from the ground and and it's still updating all day every day mm. um like some pretty cool updates went out today for for artists around the hot or not stuff i've been doing a lot of stuff around that lately um wow, and that's okay. blowing up it's close to almost almost twenty thousand votes a day on hot or not so oh um, very interesting okay yeah wow. right then i haven't i haven't been using that feature too much uh it was well, why would you you probably got too much else on your plate oh, yeah, with true. the with the normal submissions yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i literally um, yesterday i've done 65. oh man <laughs> yikes yeah yeah i mean they were from they were from two days but i was just like i just want to finish this so i have yeah. an entire day tomorrow yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when i don't have to do it because like i'm just gonna wait for 24 hours it's all fine and then um 
and then by the oh. way let's actually let's actually enlighten people what submit hub actually is right. and why i believe i've been using a couple of different services i've been using uh my own website my own submission uh solution um some other services briefly but i think that when i actually landed on submit hub and i started using it as extensively it kind of made everything easier plus it made everything for me worthwhile um and i would like jason to explain how that was done that it is so simple for me or for other curators and that uh how does it make it worthwhile for those curators mm. all right well i think i think the simplest answer is that that i myself am one of the curators and i think a lot of the the alternatives out there are managed and created by people who understand the concept but aren't themselves curators and so they don't actually live in the trenches so so high level if someone doesn't know what submit hub is um or why it exists i'll, I'll give you a bit of context and, and that'll just land you right into boom here's why submit hub is what it is um so so i started music blogging about 12 years ago and um that means that i i had a music blog during the peak of music blogging which mm -hmm. was uh 2008 until to about 2013 mm, nice. and um one of the the side effects of having a popular music blog at the time was that we were constantly getting hammered by people who wanted a piece of our time so they were all hoping that we would provide coverage for them uh, and they were artists major labels publicists etc 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 and eventually it got to the point that um, I'm sure you guys can relate to where it just gets so overwhelming and, and yep. you're getting hundreds of emails every day and you just decide fuck it <laughs> I'm just not even gonna look anymore right yep. Yep. and and you don't because because um you know for starters you're probably not making your living off your blog it's more of a hobby maybe it buys you a couple beers here and there but you just can't spend hours every day sifting through emails that have like one's got an attachment one's got a soundcloud link the other one's like yeah <laughs> I don't know who the fuck knows right yeah. it's all over the place and so um in 2015 I decided that in light of the fact that my music blog's revenue was completely drying up, it was probably a good idea to to think through an alternative business model. So that's when I started to tinker with the idea of creating a simple submission form for people to send music to curators. Super right. simple. Artist name, song title, um, here's your streaming source, you hit go. play, and then, and then from my side, it doesn't matter what they use, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever, it all just comes through looking the same, and I got a thumb up, thumb down. Thumb up meant I like it, I'm going to blog it. Thumb down meant better luck next time. There you go. And um, so what, what I rolled out in 2015 was super simple. And I reached out to a few other blogs who I was friends with and had communicated with and asked them if they wanted to test it out. And they said, yeah, that sounds interesting. So I quickly hacked together like the ability to have multiple different profiles on there. Mm -hmm. And I think by, by month two, we had at least 10 blogs signed up using it. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you were a user, you could go in and choose which ones you want to send to. You had two credits you could use every four hours. You'd have to come back. And that was just to, to force people to think about who they were going to send to rather than just select all and send. Right. Um, and yeah, it was running smoothly. And, and so people then would start to go, cool. Well, I mean, I sent you my song. I can see you listen. You, you said thumbs down. Why? 
like, well, uh, if you uh, if you give me a dollar, I'll tell you why. And, hey, and, there we go. Yeah, there and we so, go. So the idea really caught on though, because people were like, actually, yeah, that's great. And and I also said, cool. Well, I mean, if you're going to use these these premium credits, then we can get rid of the two submissions every four hours limit. You get it. I mean, however many credits you have is how many submissions you can send. And you're going to get some guarantees. So you use the premium credit, you're going to get a response in 48 hours, mm -hmm. minimum listen time of 20 seconds, and at least 10 words of feedback that sort of demonstrates that the person listened and gives you some understanding of why they took a pass. So to summarize, Submit Hub was a product meant to solve a problem I had with Indie Shuffle. And I think one of the reasons that it does it so well is that it's specifically built for the problem. I mean, I had first-hand experience dealing with it, and so I was able to just solve that for myself. I love um, that. Whereas a, a lot of people came in and tried to solve it for other people without they themselves being the users. So that's it. Very Does that smart. answer the question? Very yeah. smart. Indeed you did. Uh, cool. It's a very, a I'm about. actually on the other computer, I can see it right now, and you can see it as well. Uh, submissions are just in one row from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Everything is simple. I can see the genre. I can see mm -hmm. the artist's name. I can see the name of the song. I can hit play. I can say that I like it, where I'm going to share it. I can say that I don't like it, why I don't. Um, so it's a very simple and very nice way to um, organize those submissions. Plus the incentive of uh, getting a little bit of a compensation for each and every submission uh, makes it worthwhile, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the bigger you are, the more submissions you get, obviously, and then it gets into a realm of actually making some okay money, mm -hmm. okay extra money, I would say, per curator. Right. Um, some people... Most curators are making about $150 a month. I actually ran the numbers recently. Um, and it's uh, not until you get to the, the top 10% where you start to see numbers above $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. Indie Shuffle is is one of the largest outlets on Submit Hub mm -hmm. right. in terms of, of reach and influence. And I'm obviously very biased there, but um, we are making probably $700, $800 a month from Submit Hub. Okay, and man. part of that is because we've been really selective about which genres we have enabled. Like we could open up the funnel and probably push our number towards 1500 or more. Yeah. But for the vast majority of people, they're earning, it basically breaks down to about $10 an hour, and 150 to 200 dollars a month so okay. that that's i think you know there's often a, a, a misconception that that the bloggers are just on here trying to get rich mm. and you know declining everything and moving along to the next song mm. and and i get it for, for many artists it can feel like that right you send yeah. your music off and, and 99 of people reject it mm. and the only one who says yes is a spotify playlister who has like a 75 percent approval rate yeah. and doesn't move the needle so <laughs> I, I understand the frustration and and it's definitely one of the biggest complaints we have to deal with but at the end of the day the reality is that that we're not getting the you know curators are not getting rich off this unless they live in a country where you can stretch 150 dollars yeah way further like poland or south africa or uh, we got a guy there's a couple of curators from india who are making 100 to 200 dollars a month and they're paying for themselves and their families that's india so yeah. wow <laughs> yeah. yeah but i mean do you want to live in a place where it's like that i don't know yeah well i guess, well, Paul, I guess poland is kind of like in the middle i would I say feel, that yeah. i would say that for one person making about 800 dollars a month is enough to live or get by exactly right? yeah. uh get by more more like it um yeah. live decently not not really 
Um, probably not going to buy. <laughs> probably not going to what? Buy a house. Oh no! Oh, yeah, buy a house. No. <laughs> Unless you take yeah. a loan for fifty years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sounds but, like America. Uh, that's the same thing, anyway. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I've been having around uh, the, the last couple of months. I've been having around 500, 550, something, something along those lines. Five hundred fifty to six hundred dollars. Uh, from submit hub. So that's decent, but I still don't have too many uh, Too many genres enabled. I actually have the note doesn't have too many genres enabled. So that's a good thing That means I think that you've got less than 15 I probably think less I than like 10 six. less than 10. Yeah, I think I have like six maybe yeah. songwriter indie uh, Lo-fi the new one that you added right now the jazz hub chill hub and the study beats. Yeah, study beats mm. and uh, someone else like yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's pretty decent. And um, plus, I have the one one dollar option, the middle one, right? Right, right, right. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's good. It's good. There's a, there's a lot of videos out there floating out, and, and I've done a lot of interviews with mm -hmm. with artists and whatnot. So I, it's kind of cool to talk about the the other perspective as curators, yeah. right? Um, I can I imagine. Mean, so you guys are on that side, and I think. Um, artists don't often get an insight into what it's like being a curator on submit hub um so yeah yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> uh it is still i i think the uh comparison between the um submissions that i get on email and submissions that i get through submit hub uh if i was to compare the quality on email and i'm sorry to everyone that's sending me an email mm -hmm. um 90% yeah. of the stuff that I get is not that good. 90. I don't want to be mean, but it's really not that good. And then on Submit Hub, I would say 80% <laughs> of the stuff is not that good. Yeah. But but the quality overall, I think, is a little bit better. I think I'm very difficult to satisfy. So I really need to find this one track that really works for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and then and then I'm down to post it. I've been I've been a little bit more into this. Um, I've accepted this guy three of his songs, uh, Voyager. Um, oh yeah. It's this um, folk kind of post rocky, a little bit Novo Amor kind of vibe really cool stuff very mm. spacious a lot of guitars falsetto vocals super gay shit but i love it <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> yeah. it's so good uh yeah. just like with you know nova more you probably know nova more uh no <laughs> okay yeah you do stop i i don't but i think i think that gets to a point of, of just how much music how is much that's oh, out there yeah, and 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 yeah yeah you know you know, one interesting aspect. I thought you were going to say that the submit hub quality was going to be worse than your emails. It is and I don't not. Know. It is not. I, I think the reason I was, I had a feeling you were going to go that direction is just because submit hub has, in a way, leveled the, the playing field and opened the floodgates. Um, oh, in yeah. that, you don't have to have any sort of, you don't have to hire a publicist. You don't have to have a major label backing you. You can True. be anyway. an independent artist who goes on to submit hub and sends your song out and you're actually right there at a level playing field with those artists who have publicists and come from major labels. So it's it's got, um, I would say two sort of effects, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. But um, one thing that's cool is, is, you know, we've got 
so many artists out there today, more than they've ever been, but Submit Hub allows all of them to have a little chance and actually get some attention. Totally. The drawback to that though, is I think we're maybe moving into an era where the idea of, of breaking out and making it and really getting enough attention to blow up is becoming a more and more distant yeah. idea, right? Um, yep. If I flash back to the peak of, of music blogging, 2010, 2011, if you got picked up by five to 10 blogs and then you were catapulted into the hype machine charts and you were sitting at number three, like you were going to be booked for Coachella. You were going to play Bonnaroo. You were going to be all over the place, right? There was massive influence for getting picked up from this stuff. And I think today, you know, the, the focus has sort of shifted to maybe Spotify playlists. I don't know. Maybe YouTube. I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't think there's any of us out there as curators who can actually cause that same explosion of, mm -hmm. of following that was possible 10 years ago. And and that's both good and bad. It, it's, it sucks because, you know, you're, you're not going to have these big breakout artists who are, who are getting rich over it. But it's actually awesome because it means that if you're some small bedroom artist, without much following, you can still pick up a thousand true fans. Like that, that reach is just, exactly. it's out there for yeah. more artists. I'd rather um, be in that situation, to be honest. Um, yeah. I would agree to an extent with the fact that uh, the um, recently curators or, or YouTube channels or blogs cannot cause a breakout to an extent, maybe not to an extent of playing at Coachella, but I think it's shifted to, if I have 50 million streams on Spotify, that means that I've done it. You can do the math how much money that is, but... Um, that's a shitload of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I've, I, ha I had a, a couple situations. Um, I don't want to say that I'm solely responsible for that because I'm not, but I think I played a big role in a couple of artists, especially from this like super underground lo-fi scene. Uh, Timmy's, Michelle, Kina, um, Monty Data, uh, and a couple of other, others. I've posted, for example, I'll give you an example. I posted a mix of a guy who didn't exist, right? On the internet. I mean, he did, but mm -hmm. he didn't exist yeah. in a public eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, there, there was some struggles back and forth, but we're not going get, to get into it. Uh, the mix has 30 million views, okay, on my channel. The guy has over a hundred million Spotify streams on his Spotify. Holy smokes. Um, another example, Kina. I've uploaded Kina before there were pretty much any uploads of Kina. Now there's hundreds or thousands, but I uploaded one song and I was like, this is nice, right? It has 16 million views and he has similar numbers on Spotify today. So Crazy. I think, but I think it wasn't, it's not really up to me. I think now the power of breaking out is sure within the curator's uh, gesture, like here, listen to this, but then people need to like it. Okay, they like it. We're mm -hmm. gonna listen for longer. We're gonna share it with our friends. And then the gods of YouTube needs to need to be like, okay, we're gonna recommend it all over the place. Then it That's has a big one. Then it That's has 20 million one. views on YouTube and then people yeah. know about it and it just Tinkers down to yeah. Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, That's one of the reasons when you when you sort the list by influence on Submit Hub. So you can go to submithub.com slash blogs and there's a list of 1,200 curators on there. Yeah. And you can sort it by influence score, which is this bullshit number I've made up. Um, but if you sort it by that list, you'll actually see that the, the top 100 are dominated by YouTube channels. Yeah. Oh because my. at the end of the day, um, 
you know, a million views on a YouTube video is really hard to compete with, especially, yeah. you know, these Spotify playlists just come along and they'll generate 500, 1,000 plays in a, in a month if they're decent. Um, and that just pales in comparison to fucking 30 million YouTube yeah. views, right? Basically, so I, I got to agree with you. YouTube channels still have a, a lot more um, power than than many other curators do. But but again, some of it has to do with the, the YouTube algorithm blessing you, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's difficult to, to to achieve that, but if you kind of try to use whatever worked change it up a little yeah. bit maybe someday you're gonna f hit that viral upload again Hopefully. um and i think that with youtube it is um uh i always can see in the comments whenever the upload gets a little bit more popular people are like is it on spotify can i listen to it on apple music and you're farting aren't she you? really is dude that's why i'm like <laughs> Yo, I, I'm, it sounds exactly like having a kid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think she needs to poo-poo. Um, oh, my little boo-boo. Yeah, anyway, or I'm going to finish the sentence and let her, let her poo. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, I think that the, the, it, you, you can see that in the comments. People are searching for those things on Spotify, on Apple Music. Mm. Uh, whenever th something gets a little bit more popular, this is where the uh, traffic goes. Um, so, so I think that, yeah, as soon as you're blessed by YouTube gods, then the artist you've promoted or, or uploaded is going to feel that in a Spotify or Apple music place. I have a great idea, All right. Jason, Jesus. Mm, let's cut a deal. Ooh. Okay. Uh, do you want to be a sponsor of this video? <laughs> the way to pitch this, dude. Who's, who's this a great idea for? Uh, for, for some minhub. It's a great idea. Um, for now, we're staying clear of, of um, sponsorships and advertisements like that. Okay. So, but it's something I'm, I'm happy to keep in mind and, and feel free to reach out with a pitch. Sure. Uh, give me a hundred dollars and I'll be like, everyone should go to submit <laughs> and submit their, their, and submit music their music. If they are. I mean, I, I've went, I went so low with these. Um, I've been submitting some um, pitches to... Uh, to some companies for the podcast. Obviously, it doesn't have as much of a response as regular uploads because people are used to uh, that another sad song that they're waiting for, right? So whenever yeah. I do whenever I do a podcast, they're like, oh, what is this? Or they don't even know that it's the same channel, right? Um, so the pitch, how did it crash again? What's going on? It's fine. He's on his phone all the time. No, are you kidding me? I'm just reconnecting. It's, it's all good. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> It's all good. I got it, but I don't think that's I can. right. I, I got something. There's gonna be something new on Reddit. <laughs> oh, Reddit! It's just yes. recording. Um, I'm so I check um, for mentions about SubmitHub on Reddit oh. multiple times a day. Okay. Yeah, they grill him so much. What? Why? They grill SubmitHub so much. Who did? Did don't they? I always see like in oh, the chat. Oh yeah, people. Yeah, people. No, but I mean there was a post. Um, uh, yesterday called why I love submit hub on on of old subreddits we are the music makers which is the one that always has it and yeah. and um by and large just pretty positive I think I think more people more artists are getting used to the idea that submit hub is not a place to go for yeah. approvals yeah. submit hub is a place to go for um <clears throat> for ego crushing no oh yeah <laughs> that's cool no but exactly. it's a really good place to to actually have real listeners give you unadulterated feedback there's no there's no 
like filter for them we don't oh, know who you are we don't know what went into your music and we're going through so much music every day that we kind of just blurt out whatever our opinion is yeah and i think for artists it's actually difficult to get that from their friends their family their fans no one's yeah. going to actually tell them how they feel about their song no um so i think more people are, are coming to that as an approach right um when when tackling submit hub um and i think it's a much better way to do it because if you come into submit hub thinking you're going to blow up and you're going to get a bunch of coverage you you got your <laughs> expectations totally in the wrong place yeah, oh, yeah. um on the topic of uh, curating and uh, breaking out um i gotta commend uh people like or curators or channels or companies because they're pretty big like majestic casual for example their policy as a label has always mm -hmm. been never register anything that we uh release through content id right uh you know how content id works right on youtube no, not not much okay so basically it's it's like that i release a song and i put it under content id if anyone else releases it i get the money if anyone else uploads it, I get the money. Right. Okay, yeah. This is what Content ID does. Majestic Casual ne has never done this, right? Oh. They're, they're like, we're releasing this. It's on Spotify. We're doing our upload. If anyone else releases it, or sorry, releases. If anyone else uploads it to YouTube, they keep the money, mm. right? Okay. So what, what happened is, um, and I think more labels should be doing that, um, what happened is that a lot of people started re-uploading stuff that they released. Yep. Uh, such as, namely, Two Feet. Right? Two Feet. You know Two Feet? I've got two. Um, it's, it's pretty big. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry. Wait, can I, can, <laughs> I, can, I, can I hum something? I don't think I can. I can just from no, the top don't. of my head. Um, don't, don't. Anyway, so... so so they uploaded it, it was a big upload, but then there were hundreds, thousands of other uploads of two feed because people could do it and they didn't get any repercussions yeah. Yeah. From, from the YouTube copyright system, right? So, and what happened in turn is that two feed again has a hundred million streams on one song and then 50 million streams on another, right? Yeah. Because people just kept flocking back into it because the awareness of the public was so large because of those re-uploads, right? Hmm. Uh, so whenever, and I think that's that's where where YouTube is starting to fail lately, because uh, they're getting into this realm of reused content. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, they're getting into this realm of reused content. People and if are getting demonetized because of it. For right? that, yes. So basically, what it is is that if I upload uh, Jimmy Johnson uh, dash. I don't know, Sweetheart, let's call this song, right? So Jimmy Johnson, Sweetheart. If I upload this and tomorrow another channel uploads the same song with a different picture, different animation, different visualizer, whatever, mm. but title it Jimmy Johnson, Sweetheart, this is already a reused content scenario. So if it happens um, often, YouTube flags it and then demonetizes those channels that have a lot of uploads that are duplicates of others, right? Man. And this is what I've been hit with, even though most of the time, I mean, now I'm monetized again, but most of the time um, you get a permission, you get a license, the artist asks you to do it. But then as soon as you do it, if you're not the first one, if someone already has uploaded it, 
you're already in danger of getting demonetized and they have implemented mm. this just recently um so that's a little bit difficult for now to actually have these breakout stories there's a bug flying around to have these breakout stories happen uh again such as so there's two feet for example namely mm. um i've been going around it by trying to uh create a message in the upload instead of naming it the title of the song right mm -hmm. so whenever i do uh whenever i do an upload of a song called voyager i'll fight for you uh i just call it i will fight for you and that's a message that i just put out in the title the song is still that and the name of the whole song is the first line in the description that's how i go around this problem of youtube flagging it as a reused content because technically it is my own vision of whatever it is it just has mm, a backing mm. track right it just has a backing track in the video which i have a license for anyway right so that's how i've been going around it and i hope they don't demonetize me again because that that week in december was pretty scary oh, i gotta say <laughs> i gotta say i've said i think i've sent like 15 emails to those guys and eventually she farted yet again. How are you feeling, baby? A little good? fart machine. Yeah. She's been having a little bit of a stomach problem for like two days, but she should be fine. She's womp getting... womp. Yeah. He uh. <laughs> took a good whiff right there, man. Yes. Yep. Good she whiff. farted. Great. Oh man. Uh, anyway, I'm a I'm a little bit curious about um, some interesting submit hub stats, right? You don't have to talk amounts, just talk volume and whoever's smart is going to do the, the do the math, but just talk, um, just talk a little bit about, about uh, unique users, how many submissions go through every day for the platform, what is the highest ever month in submissions or what is the highest ever day in submissions, maybe stuff like interesting stuff that you want or can share. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all of it's actually public, right? Okay. So if you go to um, submitup.com slash blogs, you'll see exactly how many submissions we uh, have had since launching. So it's been now uh, four and a half years. Mm -hmm. It looks like we got 10.85 million submissions. Oh, shoot. Holy now, an interesting stat there is uh, we actually hit the 10 million mark last month. Ooh, make so you do the moves. math. I did already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make so, moves. so um, nice. that basically, yeah, it, the acceleration is pretty crazy. Some of that, I think, is is uh, uh, due to the fact that everyone's stuck at home right now. Right. So um, you've probably noticed your submission volume has gone way up. Yeah. yeah. Curators are better able to cope with that volume, right? There's always yeah. been a delicate balance between overwhelming people. It's actually one of the reasons why I I haven't done a lot of. Um, marketing around submit hub because that balance is important you don't want to wake up and have 200 submissions every day yeah no you're gonna get overwhelmed and give up um and actually a couple of years ago soundcloud reached out to ask if we wanted to do a partnership where they would put a link to submit hub on every curators soundcloud channel oh um it's not a bad idea and yeah well the lady the vp in charge of it ended up getting fired when they called <laughs> okay well, you know how like they they fired half of their staff, right? Yeah. I, oh cool. man, dude. But she was in charge of of um, basically launching a curators portal for SoundCloud, where they were gonna take all of their top names and curators and whatnot and, and hold them up and like bring them up and make them wow. big and influential. And yeah. and that whole idea fell apart. 
but um, I, I was reluctant to do it for the concern that that the volume of submissions would outweigh the the ability yeah. to, yeah, to yeah, sift yeah. through them. So um, right now we're at, at kind of an all time peak for two reasons. Um, one, people are stuck at home, and two, I'm giving everyone a 19% discount, which is pretty substantial. Yeah, and so they're buying a shitload of credits. Um, oh man. The biggest day ever for submissions was on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it now? It's Monday. Wait, so last Friday? Yeah. Yeah, this this Friday. Wow. Okay. Um, and there were I'm supposed to say. <laughs> sure. There, there's like thirty five thousand submissions in the day. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Holy shit! Thanks. Okay. The cool thing is how well um, all my code is able to handle this. That's, yeah. that's the part that just like Oof. boggles my mind every day, right? Because there were, you know, there's 35 submissions there. There were 16,000 votes in, in Hot or Not that day, or maybe more. Um, and I'm, I'm just pulling up that, that chart. I've Go got ahead. all these fancy stats and graphs and numbers to back up my shit. Right. Uh, Friday, number of votes. But you're talking you're not. talking premium, right? You're not talking standard. 18 and a half thousand hot or not votes on Friday. Um, you're oh, talk- I'm not going to give you that breakdown between the two. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Talking, okay. I'm, I'm talking combined. You're talking combined. Um, okay, got it, got it, got it. Got but it. it's it's heavily slanted towards premium. Okay. okay. Um, That's really good. Just uh, yeah, I mean, if you think about the limit of of how many standard submissions you can send in to every four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so the platform's growing mm-hmm. at a healthy pace, I would say. Um, Very good. And I think I think it's that it's that balance of um, you know people are stuck at home, and we've also just got more people jumping into this this curation game. Yeah. Um, also opened up the whole influencer type stuff on submit hub now oh, so yeah. you can submit to influencers instagram influencers okay that's pretty cool uh, for twitch actually Wait, there's twitch, twitch too yep you could technically take that's submissions cool. to play on your stream dude and get a dollar for it that is yeah. very interesting yeah well, well obviously we're looking for stuff that that gives value to artists right so uh this month we um last month was our all-time highest number for people who've tried to sign up as an influencer right. so again i'll give you that number let's see last month we had loading the chart loading the chart loading the chart mm-hmm. to 414 people applied to join submit hub as curators wow. um, notice how he's saying applied to join because it's applied not to join you, you don't just go on submit hub and be like hey i'm gonna just be a curator here and make money now jason yeah. has to be like you're worth it <laughs> dylan dylan's gonna do it dylan's um, gonna dylan, do it dylan's the main man here um and and we we're hiring a couple more employees just because uh, this is it's a crazy spike that's going on in terms of the number of people who are trying to join as curators um so last month was 414 and it looks like 91 of them um were approved yeah most of them were instagram influencers um that were approved this month we are at 440 and oh. we're only two-thirds of the way through the month so it's looking like we're going to probably have close to 600 applications this month for curators to join um nice which is fucking bonkers right yeah. um in 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 november i can see we had 150 so oh man in in five months the number of people applying to join as curators has has quadrupled Holy and 
man. Yeah. Crazy. So that's kind of an interesting stat. Um, and then clearly not all of them get through. It, it, we, we go through a fairly rigorous process of trying to identify whether they do add value for artists, whether they're genuine, whether they actually have a passion for music. Um, and, and as you can see, 75% of the time, our conclusion is kind of, yeah, nope. Kind of yeah. Like, so some people are probably applying with close to no following, right? Uh, no, no, almost none of those uh, fit that because I okay. do some screening during the application process to make sure that you're meeting the thresholds for applying. Okay. So as soon as you paste in, you know, you put in your Instagram link and I just do a quick check to the Instagram API to see if you hit the minimum numbers to come through. Okay. And if you don't, then you, you can't apply. So the ones who are applying are actually um, largely qualified. Okay. Wait, the issues me, we're running me, into is people who look seconds. like they're maybe give buying their seconds. followers, don't have engaged followers. Oh. Um, you know, we definitely get people who spin up curator accounts simply so that they can join SubmitHub. And they think, oh, it's easy. You know, you're just going to start a Spotify playlist and join SubmitHub. Yeah. I'll buy 5,000 followers on Fiverr. Yeah. Uh, and boom, 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 here we go. And and then it doesn't work out and they wasted $5. Totally. So. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting stat. What else? 1200 curators about to come up i'm, I'm kind of wondering are you a musician yourself uh no not not currently okay not currently <laughs> i grew up so um it's like an irony of, of my family in that um <laughs> my whole family are musicians except for me and I, i'm the only one making money from music <laughs> that's um, hilarious dude good one. yeah that's, that's a good, a good one, one. <laughs> yeah it's funny no, uh, no i mean both my parents are classical musicians so i i i grew up embedded in that and that also meant that as i grew up i had to um you know play piano violin i sang opera for so you are somewhat of a musician i mean he's i, I guess he's i have a musical of, background yeah okay but right i don't currently make music and okay and i i think that possibly if i i do one day retire right i will i mean i hope i get to retire one day um <laughs> i will pick up yeah. music as a hobby um, right, if, okay. if that day were to be today, I'd probably make lo-fi study beats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Just, sure it just seems a lot more simple to approach than like yeah, a whole fucking indie yeah. rock band, you know? Totally. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, take a couple samples here, throw a slick beat in, and then it's just about finding <laughs> the right stuff. Like yeah. Find a nice trumpet solo from the 1960s and away you go. Anyway, um, currently not a, not a musician. Um, I definitely yeah. play the keyboard, but it's um, on a laptop. Yeah. Wait, she's biting, she's biting the cables now. She's mad. Just as grab oh, that's not Just good. Grab her. Just grab her. Come in. Come on. Tell me, still sounds like a kid to me. Yeah, she is. She's three months. Right. Give her to me. Give her to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're <laughs> back in business. So many things going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had another question. Um, right. So you're like you are a software engineer, and that's why you came up. Well, not that's what. You came up with uh, Submit Hub, but are you a, a software engineer or is everything self, self-taught? Entirely self-taught. I've never taken a class. Very interesting. Wow. That's admirable. That's really cool. Oh, oh man. Yeah, anytime. Um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Should I? No. Because I, I was like, shh, baby, calm down. Yeah. Um, I had something to say about uh, filling the void or filling the gaps. Um, or how to be entrepreneurial, I would mm -hmm. say. 
I've always said that you make money on a couple of things. You make money on lazy people. Uh, <laughs> you make money on stupid people. Yep. And you make money on solving problems, right? Yeah. So uh, the reason the reason I say on lazy people is that uh, I got I have something that needs to be done and I just don't want to do it. I'm gonna pay someone to do it, right? Mm, this okay. is how you make money on lazy people. Or you uh, find something that's normally difficult to do and no, no, no. so he's aware to do it and then they but sure. Yeah, sure. Let's not poke holes in his in his three pillars of entrepreneurialism. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Second three pillars. It's not it's not a watertight bucket, Pose. Lazy people, wait, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second dude. one second one stupid people so right. if something is right. super simple yeah but people just don't take the time yeah. give her to me dude yeah give her to me if she if she's if she's struggling just will, let her let her out yep. um stupid people would be if something is super easy to do but people just don't take their five minutes to learn how to do it which also goes in with lazy so that's like the same group of people right mm -hmm. um uh so stupid people who just don't do the research like three seconds of research to screw the screw in or whatever it's just uh it's just a metaphor and the third one is solving a problem which is in this case i was i was getting to submit hub right mm. solving the problem which was my submissions are super cluttered i don't know what to do with it here is a solution that this guy made and he's doing well we're having it more simple and everyone is happy you know um so this is a call to people who could who have an entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit yeah um if if you stupid people no <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> i mean if you can find stupid lazy people you're gonna be rich right sure come on yeah, yeah. if you can solve a problem if you can solve a problem for stupid and lazy people you got it you there got you go. it wow you made it. but if you if you if you see a problem uh, and there is many that could be solved just let her over there yeah there's many that could be solved but just some people just don't think about them and and maybe we don't realize that these are problems that could be fixed um just let there her, we go let her i uh, wish i could do that with my kids <laughs> <laughs> just put her outside Bye. there you go um, um if you can if you can think of a problem and you and if you can think of a solution that's usually good business uh so all of you young kids and not so young kids because my demographics are like 18 to 24 mostly but all of Great you age. people in the prime time who are thinking about doing something with your lives try to find a problem and try to find a solution and then sell this solution and you have a good example of uh, mr jason who's who solved the problem for many of us yeah. and he's he's making a um, probably decent living off of it Mm. As as uh, I guess one thing I would say as as um, someone double the age of your demographic, um, no, nah, I'm not not yet, not yet, no. mid thirties. Um, yeah. I'm don't hitting, try too I'm, hard, right? If you're eighteen to twenty-four, don't don't try too hard. Yeah, no, time is on your and, side. And, and actually, a, a pitfall for many entrepreneurs is that is that they go out and they try to force finding a solution to a problem. So they say, I want to be an entrepreneur. Great. Someone said I should, I should try to find a solution to a problem. So let me go out and do that. Uh, and I think the secret source to my success, if you will, was actually 
that the problem I was solving was one that I had. I wasn't yeah. solving someone else's problem. I was yeah. solving my own problem. And I think if you jump in and you try to solve someone else's problem, you're quickly going to get lost. You're not going to understand the problem, nor are you going to be passionate about solving it. You're just going to be thinking about trying to build a business and make money, but you're actually not thinking about the product and the idea behind it. So maybe a better way to approach it if you're 18 to 24 is just go out and try to fucking cause a lot of problems for yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> Wow, that's a great. I very yeah. much agree with this. Yeah. 100%. Um, 100%. And, and also at 18 to 24, it's it's a great opportunity to go out there and mess up, be it be it socially, professionally, whatever, because you're probably not going to build a successful business at that age. Um, and if you do, it likely had a lot less to do with you and a lot more to do with just that super lucky unicorn idea you had. I'm <laughs> yeah, um, thinking of Mark Zuckerberg, for example. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh man. Look, chances are, if you're 18 to 24, you're not going to build the next multi-million dollar business. Yeah. But by the time you're 28 to 30, then you're starting to figure out what you'd like to do. You got a better idea. You're like, well, I tried this and that sucked. I tried that. I hated that. But you know, this is kind of cool. I enjoyed that. And and so you're starting to move in that direction. So if you're 18 to 24, don't try force it. Um, yeah. Go get a job. Yeah. Because you, you'll, learn, you'll learn very quickly what you like and what you don't like when you yeah. have a job. I mean, very few people like doing everything about the job that they have to do um i mean I, I worked at google for a few years and that's the the epic fucking who doesn't want to work at google right? Yeah, right they fed me breakfast lunch and dinner i went to the gym in the morning i got fucking free massages i had yoga in the day Bro. epic right what? and the food was so good you got these culinary chefs cooking you oh. <laughs> someone someone's missing google <laughs> and I, no i couldn't wait to quit <laughs> yeah it didn't make you happy but, but yeah that's that's the thing because at the end of the day i'd sit there being like man i'm stressing out over my work i got a bunch of shit to do it's all meaningless what the fuck does this eat like what's the purpose here Literally. why am i losing sleep over something that has no consequence in the biggest so my job was figuring out how much to pay their executives right the fuck is the purpose of that yeah i mean i get it i know why i was doing it and, of and, course. and i did a fairly good job at it but at the end of the day when i sat back and i I was 26, 27, and I thought, is this is this something I want to do? And the answer was no. Yeah, exactly. Um, but is... I wouldn't have known that until I actually did it. So 18 to 24, go out and go out and try a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. I'd say as long people as your goal is being happy, do it. Yeah, yeah. totally. It, it should should never be because you want success or money or and like, you know, I I <sighs> I hate how success is determined depending on how much money you got. To me, that's not success. If you're happy, that's success. I'm going to share, uh, I think I haven't talked about it in the podcast yet, but the reason I even started the channel was I was actually solving a problem. Oh for man. Yeah. I was actually solving a problem for myself. You were. <laughs> I was. Totally were. Yeah. Um, here's, here's what it was. Um, so I'm a musician from the start, right? I started mm. playing guitar. There's five of them in this room uh, since I was six, right? Um, I was playing guitar. I went through phases of playing songs for girls uh, by the fireplace through uh, the fastest solo I could play, through jazz, through blues, through then I evolved into making electronic music. Then I was trying to please everyone and making the glitchiest shit I could think of. And I wasn't happy with it. Uh, then I started, uh, then the problem was shush. Then the problem was I started comparing myself with everyone. So I was developing this thing of like, I'm not good enough. Whatever I do is not as good as uh, someone else's creation. 
So uh, eventually I moved away from making music. I kind of stopped my project and I was just in this place of not doing anything musically. So um, the reason I made the channel, it was like, okay, I, I was very envious and very jealous of other people's success and other people's skills. Uh, so what I did was I'm going to make a channel and I'm going to share the songs that I like and I'm going to force myself to be happy that other people are enjoying those songs. <laughs> right? So yeah. I started doing that and I was doing this for a year while still having a job, mm. which I was fired from again. Uh, and at the age of 26, I sat down and I said to myself, I'm not going to leave this chair because I, I lost the job too many times. I was too tired. I had too many ideas that it didn't align with the people who were working there. I was too cocky. I just, you know, like the, yeah. the usual stuff or like maybe the usual stuff of someone who's just not really uh, yeah. in line with corporation ideas. Um, so I was fired from a job like three, four or five times yeah. and eventually, wow. and eventually, uh, and I was really good. I was really optimizing processes all the time, but no one cared, you know? Yeah. So, so eventually, um, I just start, stopped caring as well. I came into this one place, this financial institution that was like processing mm, funds or whatever, investment funds. I got into this uh, financial institution that was doing everything in this archaic way. Everything was done manually. People were using spreadsheets, but just with the mouse clicking through, typing numbers in manually. And I came in and I was like, why are you doing it this way? You're in Excel. You can you can do it so much quicker. And I spent like two weeks on making because I'm lazy. So I spent two <laughs> weeks on making this easier for myself. Mm. All right. Uh, and eventually I've got to a point where everything was 50% quicker uh, than whatever they were doing. And I actually measured it against someone else that was doing the same thing. And I was like, yo, here is a here's a solution to all your problems. Either we can do twice as much or you can fire half of the people, right? Uh, <laughs> this is what I said. And they were like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, we're going to use it. Oh, please hold a meeting for everyone so they can learn this. And I'm like, okay, I'm holding a meeting for everyone. I've prepared Excels for them. I prepared a PowerPoint presentation for them to understand it. They're like, oh, that's cool. And then the next day, everyone is doing it the same way they did yesterday. I'm like, why are you doing this this way? And they're like, because I'm used to it, you know? I'm like, but this is so much easier. You can do it so much quicker. You could go for dinner in an hour if you want to. That's what I was doing, like ostentatiously. I was just finishing my work within 30 minutes and be like, I want a break now. Because <laughs> no one cared, you know? And I you started- You shouldn't have told anyone you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean... uh, but I was just pissed that no one cared. And eventually I was fired. So, uh, so when I got fired for whatever, the no, fifth time, I sat down in the chair and I was like, I have no money. The channel has 2000 subscribers. This is absolute insanity to sit down and decide this is going to be my job, right? And from day one, I was like, okay, let's try everything that I know and everything that I don't know. And it was Imgur, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just trying to get people to subscribe to get the idea that, hey, I'm doing this. Imager, I got a couple of viral posts that brought me like 7,000 subscribers in a day. Okay, I'm up mm. to up to nine. Okay, well, something is starting. I put up the PayPal link. I was like, donate, because I have no money, but I want to do this, right? First day, I got $100. Shit, I can do that, right? 
So I was I was keeping that, keeping that. And for four months, I literally lived off of donations and people believing in the idea. And then month four of grinding, something took off. I got this first upload that started actually making money, that's starting to be recommended. So, um, and then here we are four years later, and this is my full-time job. I've done mm. a label in the meantime. I'm selling merch. I've launched a podcast. I it, and it's good. And I've actually got savings, and I don't have to worry about things. And it's great. But it, it required this absolute passion mm. for this. But yeah. it started with solving a problem for myself, for actually being happy about another person being recognized and not feeling jealous over someone else's success, mm. right? And uh, right now I start feeling, uh, I think I've solved the problem for myself already. And I just need to find the time and the energy to start recording music again yeah. myself, right? So yeah, I did solve a problem for myself and it actually turned into a job. So, um, so that's, I, I think that's long a, it lost. Yeah. That's a similar, similar mechanism to, uh, to what Jason did. Uh, although you've already made money from Indie Shuffle before that. So it was a different kind of problem, but still solving a problem. I for did. Itself. I did. I made some money from it. Yeah. Enough to, enough to work on it full time for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, we're not making um, much money at all. Totally. We're making about $1,000 a month, I think, for Indie Shuffle. Okay. Um, and that's including the $700 from Submit Hub. Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. Yeah. Advertising, man. We still have lots of visitors on Indie Shuffle, um, yeah. close to 100,000 uniques a month, I think. Oh. But um, the advertising revenue has, has dried up to nothing, which is fine. Fuck ads. They're stupid. Yeah. Um, so, so our, our income from Indie Shuffle pretty much just covers the expenses. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and a few people we have helping right out. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I remember when I started, uh, my goal was to, I just calculated the uh, exchange rate between dollars and PLN. And I was like, if I make $700 a month, I can just get by. Mm -hmm. And that was my goal, right? $700 a month. Um, I've had months and I'm probably going to beep this out, <laughs> but $70,000 a month. No, dude? no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not that much. I'm probably going to beep this out, but I can tell you, uh, so I'm going to blur my face when I say it, <laughs> but I've had, I've had months when I made, <laughs> which for, mm. which for Polish reality is bonkers money. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. stupid because I can, I can live by 700 and survive right mm -hmm. so if i make so this now the trick is just save up that money so that uh on a rainy when when youtube actually eventually does permanently demonetize you uh, uh shut um. up <laughs> that's not gonna happen that's not gonna happen yeah. but i, well, I think but, it's, but i'm the type of guy who always prepares for that inevitability totally. yeah. right Should i saved up i saved up enough right now but i'm like stashing that away for a rainy decade because mm -hmm. i don't want to go back to google mm -hmm. oh, i don't want to go work for a corporate um yeah. and and i know i mean even looking at a website like hype machine which was basically the shit for about three or four years in yeah. the music industry what happened to it? um well i've got a number of things but um i, I can go on uh, my theories about why hype machine crashed and burned but okay. They, they don't have the relevancy that they did anymore and they're definitely not making the money they once were. Mm. Uh, I have a feeling they were making well over a million dollars a year at their, at their peak 
um, mm -hmm. in advertising revenue. Right. And at this point, um, they're surviving primarily on donations. And I think they're making about $10,000 a month for three full-time employees in New York. Okay. That's it's not, not enough. It's not enough. Plus, plus um, uh, granted, I don't have full insight into their financials. And, and Anthony's an awesome dude, the guy who, who owns and runs it. But um, my understanding is that the three of them can no longer do Hype Machine full-time. Like they, They're kind of looking for some other work. And they're, they're now in their mid-40s. Uh, and you know, it's sort of wondering what what's next. I don't know. Yeah. So okay. that's why I say save for a rainy decade because maybe that's what Anthony did as well. You yeah, know, you're I making saved, all this cash. I saved for a rainy five years. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. For now. That's that's, that's uh, kind of the way I operate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I got five years. Like if everything goes to shit today, yeah. I can survive for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, good. maybe. Yeah. Some Who the fuck knows what going to shit means anymore? <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. Maybe money doesn't Amen. matter. Yeah, I'm actually worried about. Amen. Can this bug just fuck off? <laughs> it just squished, you, squished it. You got him. Yeah. Shame. Um, yeah. What, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm worried that money could become worthless in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh man, that I don't know. Would It'll I be like that? the entire economy just goes to absolute oblivion, and nothing, nothing you have is well, worth it's, anything. It's kind of what's happening in South Africa right now. Um, mm. I mean, our lockdown is super intense, right? And our, our currency lost fifty percent of its value in two oh, weeks. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. Shit, shit's pretty hectic here. So. We'll Wait, see. but actually, that could work out better for you because if if the it currency does. yeah if the currency loses value and you make money in dollars, you make more of your currency, which in turn. So I have in a way hedged my bets. Mm -hmm. So I've got some money here and I've got some money there. Interesting. And when one goes up and the other one comes down, I sort of stay in the middle. Yeah. That's the that's the idea of hedging your bets, right? Totally. If shit goes wrong, at least you you're covered on the flip side. So in this case. Um, like, I mean, I have a house in South Africa. That's a chunk of money. Yeah. Uh, and, and the value of that house, if I were to now sell it back in dollars is a fraction of what I, the initial value was. So in, yeah. in that sense, like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. Um, but I'm hedged. Mm -hmm. That's good. I'm hedged. So it only sucks a little bit. Oh, <laughs> only a little bit. Uh, well, we can just wait for better times. Anyway, I think we've covered really interesting topics today. Um, the uh, how Jason started, how SubmitHub works. By the way, go to submithub.com slash blogs slash nourish. Is that how it goes? Uh, without the S, blog slash nourish. Blog slash nourish. And uh, give me your money. And also Jason. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a bit weird. I wonder if your URL should be like slash YouTube slash nourish. I think it should be slash nourish. <laughs> I think it should be submithub.com slash nourish. That's how it should be. I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Okay. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. I got to think about the implications of that. Yeah, uh, true. You really want to. But I don't wrong. think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. No. But also, man, what a clusterfuck for SEO. <laughs> but do I care about SEO? No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. People Fuck still SEO. Find, people still go to SubmitHub because they go to SubmitHub. Mm. Yeah, almost all the traffic is, is word of mouth and, and yeah. links from um, blogs. And then you just put a three oh one redirect on it and you say, Cool well totally, yeah. You know, slash blog slash nourish is now just nourish. Yeah. yeah. And Google Google sorts their shit out. Anyway, um I'll save that for twenty twenty three. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. There's a lot of stuff to do, and I only get a couple hours to code every day right now. Yeah. Uh, so until this until this crazy lockdown is over, things are moving a little bit slower. But but hot or not is looking dope. If you feel like checking it out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna check I'm, it. I'm, I'm gonna check it today. giving. I'm I'm paying people to write feedback on hot or not. Oh. Yeah. So the you're, you're paying. Get, you're paying uh, what? Are you paying in uh, premium credits or in actual money? Yeah, in premium credits. In premium credits, yeah. But Just that's actual that. money still. Sure. I mean, you can't yeah. switch them for money. They can't. No, but they can send them to you, and then you switch them for money. Oh yeah, totally. So at the end of the day, I mean, they're still they're kind of just cycling around in the system, but they end up getting spat out as money. Um, but but uh, people can buy premium hot or not submissions as well, and I'm basically taking the money that they spend on that and then just redistributing it to hot or not users. Yeah. Um, so the effect is that if you send a song through on hot or not right now, you're probably going to get feedback from almost every single rating, which is kind of cool for free. So now Jason is going to give me 50 premium credits to distribute to you guys so you can submit <coughs> uh, so you can submit your songs to me for free and I'm still going to make the money. Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, I think I think we're going to wrap this up. That yeah. was that was a long one. That was an hour 15 almost. You're going to have to chop and edit and do all those things that the YouTube people do to make it entertaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So let me let me see what we've covered. We've covered uh, how Submit Hub works, why it's the best platform for submitting music to creators. Um, uh, we've worked the a little bit of an origin story of why uh, Jason made Submit Hub, and a little bit of an origin story why I made Nourish. Uh, let's see what else did we cover? Yeah, fire, being fired from jobs and why uh, South African currency is going down. Anyway, I'm pooping uh, puppies and and puppies. Yeah, I'm yeah. puppies. I, I don't know if she pooped. I think she did. She farted puppies. Farty I'm, I'm going to check outside. She cannot go outside right now because she's after a vaccine. Yeah. So uh, so that's why she's pooping inside. But she already Bob. she already learned Bl how to blame Bill Gates, man. Yeah. It's fucking vaccines. <laughs> I hope I do hope, I hope you're not of the, not one of those people. I really do. Dude, come on. The virus comes from China, Chinese lab owned by Bill Gates. He's the only one with Dude. a cure. I mean, come on. Yeah, and the 5G. Trying to vaccinate all our children, won't vaccinate his own children. It, oh, it's just clear as day to me. Yeah, clear as day. Oh, and man. obviously 5G causes uh, the virus. Yeah, that's yeah. obvious. Um, I think Bill Gates is just jealous of Jeff. Totally, taking his spot totally, as yeah. the richest man. Those, those, couple, this was all his plan. those couple billion dollars make the difference. Yeah, this was his plan. Man, I'll tell you, when he releases the, the cure for this, it's just a pill. You just take a pill. It's called the Gates pill. The Gates. <laughs> the Gates pill. It's called yeah. the, the pill Gates. The pill Gates. <laughs> the pill Gates. The pill Gates. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, thank Gates. you. Thank you very much for joining us today, Jason. It was a very I'm entertaining pleasure. conversation. Very informative. Uh, once again, visit SubmitHub. Uh, submit your music, get some placements or don't. Um, and yeah, um, maybe we'll catch up again in 2023 when Submit Hub is the largest uh, website on the oh, internet. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got a long way to go to compete with Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. They, oh, they're, pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty Grubhub or there's a few other hubs out there, but, there. but, um, I mean, we're doing pretty well in the music space. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, there's definitely, 
some some spin out opportunities that I'm exploring as well. Uh, totally. Mm. But I'm but one man with one machine and one set of coding fingers and one mission. No, no, no. What is my mission? Fuck it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll was, just go get high. That was depressing. Maybe just go get high. Yeah. That was a bit depressing. Four twenty. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, and this video is going to go viral too because there's a puppy in it, right? Totally. Every time, dude. Totally. Every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Thank you for uh, joining us today. And um, yeah, I guess I guess I'm waiting for you to say goodbye. Yeah, goodbye.